Welcome to Life Play. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful <laughs> Melissa Carabelu. Melissa, are you ready to do this? I am very ready. Thank you, George. Excited to have you on. Let's go. Melissa is a registered dietitian. She is a nutritionist, a wellness expert with Vivu. They're the world's first wellness tracker using an at-home urine test to provide instant personalized nutrition and lifestyle advice. Melissa, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Sure. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Uh, yes, it is correct. I am a nutritionist. Very passionate, in fact. And I am the nutrition and wellness expert here at Vivo. Uh, our company focuses on helping individuals connect with their bodies, their bodies, cute little messages I say throughout the day, and really sensitizing to cues uh, from our physical well-being. Uh, we we developed this biohacking device, uh, which is you know a urinary test strip, and I talk about how amazing this is in addition to my own private practice where I counsel nutrition clients. I'm also the chair representative for Eat Right uh, International, the Academy of uh, Nutrition and Dietetics for America. So uh, I serve there as well. Did you always know that nutrition was what you were going to do? Yeah, if, if we were going to backtrack a bit, I didn't know that nutrition was what I wanted to do until I realized how important it was. Unfortunately, a lot of us realize the value of something when we have lost it. And I grew up in a very healthy um, or health conscious, as I may say more correctly, household. And uh, when I traveled to different parts of the world and when I went to university in the United States of America and I experienced uh, the normal freshman 15 of weight gain, and I experienced side effects of food uh, products that I was consuming. I started thinking, you know, what's up? I was always an athlete. And I was studying psychology at the time, actually, psychology <clears throat> and brain sciences. And I was doing research at Johns Hopkins Medical Institution on children with behavioral disorders, namely ADHD and um, anger disruptive disorders. And I realized that they had a commonality in their diet and lifestyle. And from then, I became very passionate in helping these children. I've always known that my purpose in this world is to help uh, the world in some and many different ways. And I found that through nutrition, I was able to really help a lot of individuals improve their lifestyle and therefore improve their levels of well-being and happiness. Well, I think that that is a wonderful story and it makes a ton of sense. <laughs> it's just talking to somebody the other day and she had mentioned that Dr. Mark Hyman said that 93% of Americans are metabolically unhealthy. And I think that we're all well aware that we're struggling with obesity and then all the other things that are going along with that. Yeah. When you talk about um, healthy eating, how, how specific is that to, to an individual? Or is there one diet that is going to make sense for, for lots of people? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's wonderful, the quote by Mark Hyman. And I do think that, unfortunately, a lot of individuals in the United States are not healthy. And a lot of individuals might say, what's healthy? And as a dietitian, I try not to use that word with my clients because there comes a time when uh, there's something even called orthorexia to the extreme where don't let's not confuse with anorexia where 
individuals become so focused on eating for only health purposes that they forget the other pleasures of food, such as enjoyment and tastes and sensations. So, um, you know, these two extremes of being unhealthy and then a population focused so much on health, I do find that, um, you know, what would define a, a health conscious or healthy diet would be a diet that supports one's um, lifestyle. So if you are, for instance, right now you are uh, hosting this lovely podcast, which I'm such, so happy to be a part of. You have to do so many different errands throughout the day. You have to sit here, have the mental energy, have a clear throat. Uh, you have to have, uh, you know, your blood pressure. A lot of different mechanisms in your body have to work in a proper way so that you can perform at your optimal level and also feel satisfied with your performance, have clear cognition, sleep well, feel well. And uh, a diet that would be, um, you know, healthy for you would be different than a diet that would be healthy for a different person performing a different job with a completely different genetic makeup. So everyone's diet would vary greatly. And that's why we really are now in this 21st century focusing on how to customize customize and make our diet and lifestyle changes individualized. So, uh, you know, everyone's diet is different. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's sleeping pattern is different. We saw with COVID how much our lives have changed and how people work on different schedules. I travel and work all around the world. My diet's changed completely past the five years. So the word healthy for diet would vary on so many different factors that unfortunately there's not one answer for it, but I would say the answer would be that it would support the individual's lifestyle. I think that that's a great definition or way to think about it. Um, and why wouldn't it be that way? I like different things than other people like. So why wouldn't my body want yeah. to, you know, consume different types of foods and then enter technology. And now we have the ability yeah. to, um, to figure that out fairly easily. And I think that that's a big problem that you're working to solve with Vivu. Yes, yes. We, you know, as someone who was more into nature, I was, a, you know, for all of my 20s, I was a vegan yogi who refused to, you know, look at phones for like four hours before I slept because of the blue light. I was very extreme in that way. Um, ironically, I was living in New York City, which is extremely <laughs> technological and, and uh, modern. But I, as, you, as you grow older, you realize that there are benefits to so many different parts of technology. And yes, it helps us connect. It helps us work remotely. It helps us function to uh, make this podcast. It's helping our listeners listen right now to this podcast while they're driving, while they're working out, while they're cooking for their kids. But it also helps us connect with our body. And a lot of engineers say, well, I don't want to you know, connect something to my body. You don't really need to. What you can do is you can use um, things that your body naturally excretes, like sweat or tears or you know even skin cells, or in this case, urine. And then we can use something that we use all the time, which is almost attached to our body, personally, my thought, our cell phone to quickly snap a picture. And within 90 seconds, it can read your body's results. So you know this is a, a new uh, biohacking device similar to other things that we're used to, like Fitbit or the Aura Ring, in a way for you to kind of learn more about your body. Fascinating. And so just through urine in this example, it's telling me what? Yeah. It, it's so interesting because I think as individuals and someone who works in healthcare, 
I was so used to only thinking of blood as a way to measure and blood is an excellent way. And we always encourage, uh, you know, our customers to always, you know, use a multiple, multiple, multi-perspective approach. So of course, blood tests are amazing, but urine tests are really quick. And if you can't visit, um, you know, a lab all the time, it's a great way to bring it to your home. So uh, your body would always urinate what it doesn't need, just like it would excrete what it doesn't need from your food. And we can look at your urine to see if you're having enough, too much, too little magnesium, for instance, in your diet, which is really cool because we're constantly marketed that we should take magnesium. A lot of individuals are deficient in it, but some don't really need to. So uh, it's a way to use uh, something that we naturally excrete to understand how much of it we're having in our diet on a daily basis. Okay. So... I, I, do I pee on the strip itself? Do I pee into a cup and dip the strip into it? How does it actually work? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the way I could simply is like, you know, for those who can't see us, I'm, I'm holding a strip in my hand and uh, you would open this right before you use it. Uh, we recommend not to use your first urine uh, because your first urine is usually very concentrated um, unless you urinate a lot throughout the night. Uh, usually when you wake up and you urinate, your first urine is very concentrated um, and therefore it can be high in a lot of biomarkers that um, you know may throw off your results. So it can be your second up until your pretty much uh, you know last urine of the day, um, as long as it's consistent every day. Um, you would urinate on the strip and then you would wait for 90 seconds for it to dry. You would quickly snap a picture of it on our app. And uh, what's really cool about our app is it really emphasizes how much um, individuality makes a difference in your diet, in your lifestyle, and how much of a nutrient you need. So for this reason, you would really re- you know, need to uh, customize your, um, your app. For instance, on my app, it says, because I am uh, you know, vegan slash pescatarian, I have uh, the markers in it that show it. So it would not recommend me, for example, to eat beef if my magnesium is low. <clears throat> Got it. So it's not going to offend everything about your being by saying, go have a cheeseburger. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the app would record that you say that you don't want to consume dairy and therefore it would not recommend dairy. Um, it really does uh, take into consideration uh, what you use as a preference. So if you prefer, for example, that we have a very large population of ketogenic diet followers. So we, it would recommend those individuals to follow a, you know, a ketogenic diet to uh, make their make their nutrition needs. <clears throat> Got it. All right. So it says, uh, George, based on your preferences, you're on keto and you're short on magnesium. Just I'm just throwing out examples here. Therefore, you should consider adding or potentially subtracting this food item yes. into into yes. what you're currently doing to more optimize. Yes. Yes, yes. And in individuals to food, it also gives a lot of lifestyle advice because, you know, as we may know, uh, sometimes food isn't everything. I forget that as a nutritionist. Sometimes my friends will have a headache and I'm like, are you hydrated? Or I say a lot of things it's always related to food. Is your blood sugar low? But really a lot of uh, our health is also about our lifestyle. So it also will recommend you to, uh, you know, increase meditation or exercise. For example, one of our um, parameters is oxidative stress, which is inflammation. And 
Of course, you can get inflammation from a lot of components of our diet. Um, you know, if you're having a diet with too much, uh, you know, nitrates, etc. But it also will encourage you to do other lifestyle uh, changes such as meditating daily or, for instance, exercising, sleeping enough. You know, so the, the app will really give you personalized recommendations. And what's really awesome is the app is made by a team of engineers and also a large team of healthcare workers, so dietitian, nutritionists, and doctors. Nice. All right. So it is it is knowledge. So now I, I know yeah. in, instead of guessing, it's making suggestions as to positive interventions from not just the food itself, but also other lifestyle factors. Um, how else are, are uh, how, how else are you thinking about attacking the problem or if that's the right term of helping people to be healthier through through the app, through the company? Yeah. So, so we really do focus on everyone's individualized response and how they're responding. So if individuals are, you know, testing daily, we can give them daily recommendations. Some individuals prefer to test on a weekly basis. Um, but we really do, it's up to the person who is taking the test. If they are going through a major lifestyle change and they want to make drastic changes to their diet. Got it. Okay. And Somebody does say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I consider myself to be overweight. I need to yeah. do more. I, I, I need to lose weight. Otherwise, m- maybe I had, you know, who, who knows if, if that's their perspective yeah. on things. Yeah, it, it really does depend. Some individuals do want to lose weight. Some individuals really just want to maintain their health. Some individuals have a lot of inflammation. Um, or, for example, we have a large population that also uses our app to measure their uh, calcium because calcium is another parameter that's really popular, especially, you know, amongst um, postmenopausal females. It's really important for them to measure their calcium and monitor it. So we have um, a large population of individuals who prefer to stay at home and uh, use this as a way to monitor their you know, mineral intake. Got it. Nice. I think that, that makes a ton of sense. We need to make things convenient for people, certainly, and yeah. as convenient as, yeah. as, 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 as possible. So, yeah. Um, in terms of, I, I really appreciate being proactive and, you know, monitoring kind of like what we've been talking about for this vast population of, of, of people that are struggling. And perhaps I'll just put on your nutritionist hat or your dietitian hat. <laughs> um, earlier, you talked about how a lot of the time we do need to hit some kind of a rock bottom before we actually make a choice or, or a change or something gets taken away from us. How do you think yeah. about creating sustainable diets, if, 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 that, if that's the right term? Yeah, it's a, well, I think for creating something sustainable, it would mean that it would be able to be replicated over and over again very easily without a large economic cost or a large amount of effort. And it would be very practical for the individual. Um, Also not harming our ecosystem, you know, terribly because that's also part of sustainability, if I can say so. So I diet that would be, you know, to break that up and to make sure that it's practical. I always... Uh, even when I'm creating recipes, I always choose recipes that are one or, or two steps, nothing that requires, you know, so much uh, different preparation methods, nothing that requires tons of ingredients. 
just because it really does um, uh, prevent individuals from even starting their recipe. A lot of individuals become perfectionists and they'll make this, I'm going to make this, you know, beautiful cake and, and they somehow, you know, 15 minutes in, they almost lose it or they take two days to make it because it's such a complex cake. I always try and encourage um, simpler recipes, simpler food ingredients. So whole ingredients, um, for instance, not using, you know, uh, like a tomato concentrate to add to your, uh, you know, soup, adding tomato itself, or, you know, trying to really focus on adding ingredients that only have one ingredient. It sounds really uh, rhetorical and makes sense when I say it, but a lot of us don't do that. We cook using a bunch, we cook using ingredients that are actually having their own subcomponents. So for instance, not to make cookies with a cake mix. Um, this really does play into how conscious we are about what we consume and therefore makes, uh, you know, eating healthier, much more mind, uh, much more seamless because we're mindful as we're preparing our food Preparation of the food is, you know, really important in uh, sustainability of a diet because it allows for us to really connect with what we eat. And it uh, actually research shows it really helps individuals become more satisfied. Uh, I'm not saying more full because that's actually a physical and a you know, neural cue, but more satisfied because when we see lots of food, when we're preparing, when we're touching, when we're smelling, when we're cutting, when we're washing, when we're shopping the food, when we're, you know, quickly sauteing, we're putting on the plate. By the time we have it on the plate, we're already so connected with that food. It's a different type of connection than we just sit down and we need to eat. Um, so we're much more satisfied. And then, you know, to continue the sustainability question you mentioned about how to make a diet more sustainable, I would also say that it would be, uh, you know, in addition to being easy to prepare, less ingredients, uh, you know, preparing it yourself, I would also encourage that the diet should be um, consisting of food that is really easy for the individual to digest, um, meaning that the individual doesn't feel very sleepy, groggy, irritated right after it, it you know, they eat. They shouldn't have to take a big nap after they eat. Um, uh, and also they should feel energized. The whole reason why we eat is actually to get energy. It makes sense also when I say it, but we don't really do it. We're actually eating for enough calories to perform our next task. Um, a lot of individuals get so lost in the process of eating, they forget why we're doing it. It's really for animalistic reasons so that we can, you know, nourish our bodies and, you know, have optimal health so that we're able to reproduce and uh, create healthy offspring. Uh, lastly, for a sustainable diet, of course, um, I would, uh, you know, advertise a diet that's plant-based, doesn't have to be um you know, something that's completely vegan or vegetarian, pescatarian, I don't think that's realistic for a large amount of people. And I don't encourage any type of restrictive eating. Um, you know, I was vegan for a long time. And now I eat, I have a diet that's full of a lot of different food. It was hard for me to do that because I did feel very guilty. But I realized uh, my body had different needs than, you know, the person to the right of me. So a diet that's you know mainly plant-based but at least 70 to 80 percent plant-based is already so much better and for our environment for our ecosystem for our bodies for our soil for our waterway um so that would be another factor of a sustainable diet excellent thank you melissa thank you so much for coming on where can people learn You're more about welcome. where can they learn more about you and how can they connect with vivu yeah so thank you for having us it's been a pleasure today uh, you can learn more about Vivo by connecting us with us at our website. So 
uh, actually today for your you know viewers, we are viewers and listeners, we are going to offer a special promotional code, which is a generous amount of thirty percent off of your Vivo subscription uh, purchase. So if you were to go to vivoo.io, Vivo's own website, you can use the code George thirty, so G E O R G E three zero at checkout to get thirty percent off for listening to. Lifeblood podcast and you can also connect with us on instagram uh we have a really good instagram it's vivo app v-i-v-o-o-a-p-p and at that instagram you can find great resources podcasts recipes a lot of other health and wellness going to help you motivate to stick with your wellness goals and connect with other like-minded individuals uh, we also have a really active Facebook community page where all of our users say, hey, I'm taking this test. My salinity is really low. And then another individual says, maybe it's because you're consuming high amounts of coffee. You really help to connect with other individuals. My own Instagram is also found through Vigo's Instagram. I'm smile with Melissa because I focus on improving wellness to improve one's mood and, and uh, feelings of happiness. I love it. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Melissa your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to vivoo.io, check out the great resources, and enter George3030 at checkout for 30% off. Find them on Instagram under Vivo app, V-I-V-O-O app, A-P-P. Find Melissa at Smile with Melissa. Check out the Facebook group and check out your selenium level because you drink too much coffee <clears throat> that sparked an interest <laughs> in me, Melissa, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks again, Melissa. All right. Thank you so much, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>